Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Right now, there's some delicious food ready to be made by you in your own home. I know, it sounds like a fantasy. It sounds like a dream. You making a delicious meal? Crazy. Crazy. But trust me, it can be done. If Crendor and I can do it, you can do it too, my friend. It's very true. We'll tell you how later on in the show. For now, let's jump right into it. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Broadcasting live, 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 live! In four hour recording studio audience. Recording! Wake your ass up, it's the next Friend Dogs in the morning! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Hello. Hey. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what that was. <laughs> it's just along for the ride. I lie. Every time we, uh, every time we do one of these now, mm. I always think to myself, like, have I done that before? Chances are, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, we're over 150. Yeah, this is all reused bits, and we haven't actually done one of these podcasts in three years. <laughs> over, like, a span of five years. Like, yeah. I don't remember what I did five years ago. We just edit clips from old podcasts together to make new <laughs> stories. This isn't even real. This isn't even a live show. It's what not even live. What you're hearing right now is a re- re-edit of an old joke that was about the exact same thing. Yeah. This isn't even new. This is garbage. Yeah, like garbage show. Garbage. Thanks for listening, though. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> how's how's your week? What have you been up to? All right, so let me tell you about my week. Uh huh. So I went to the mall, and I walked around, and I saw many people. It, it is a mall, as you know. Yes, as you know. Father's uh, Day coming up. Father's Day is coming States, up in so. the states. And it's like 90 degrees, so everyone's like, let's go to the mall. So it's packed, jam-packed. It's great, because all I ever do is I walk around, and I just people watch. That's like really all we ever do anywhere is just people watch and then try to get material to talk about. That's really it. So, that's, that's all our <laughs> lives are, just this show. Yeah. Uh, so I found some people. One of them, okay, I got into the parking lot, and I was walking in, and these two girls passed me, and all I heard... Was the one say, I lost the car and each other. And then the other girl said, that was a fun night. What? What? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so I just, that's all I heard from just passing by him. The one said, lost the car and each other. And then the other girl laughed a bit and was like, that was a fun night. They probably got, it was probably like a dude, where's my car situation. I mean, probably, but at the same time, like, how's that fun? You lose your car, yeah, you lose each other. Yeah, but it's the adventure. Other. Have you not seen Dude, Where's My Car? The adventure. I have seen. The adventure <laughs> is the fun part. I don't know about that. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a fun adventure to me. Losing things that belong to me, they're very expensive, and then not knowing where they are, in addition to being so drunk that I don't even know where anyone I know is, and I'm just lost. Yeah, but that's the adventure. And then if you make it out, it's a hilarious anecdote. If you get stuck in a city and then you wind up dead, that's terrible. But if you make it out, 
hilarious anecdote for you and your friends. I guess. This is why I'm a hobbit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, all right, I'm walking, walking in the mall. This one woman, she's got her, like, her baby, her one-year-old or whatever, like, holding him up, and his head's, like, hanging to the side. There's this Asian woman walking, and she just, like, walks straight into the baby. But the baby oh was, God. like, a rock. And the baby, like, slammed, and she was like, oh! <laughs> it looked like a, it was like an NFL hit. <laughs> it was great. Like, the Asian woman's like, oh! And she, like, kind of fell. But they didn't, like... I can visualize, I visualize this. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's this little old Asian lady, but just with you're like, oh! Oh! <laughs> she looked like she was probably, like, 30, which means she's probably, like, 60. And so, she, like, stumbled, and, like, Got her composure back, kind of turned around and be, was like, what hit me? And then the other woman carrying the kid, they just kept walking. They looked unfazed. And so then they just both walked on. And I was like, what? what it's like you- seeing like a car accident and then they just move on. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, my God. What do you think that lady, <laughs> that old Asian lady thought when she looked back? There was just a baby. I'd be terrified. I don't know. I'd be. That was, <laughs> it was a solid, like. That kid's going to be a linebacker. <laughs> I'd be, if I turned around and saw that I just walked into a baby, I would be mortified. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I wrote in my notes, baby slammed woman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you saw the reverse happen, actually. <laughs> well, the baby I took mean, it out on her well, purposefully. He could have. We don't know. Yeah, I guess we, you're right. We don't know. <laughs> he was leaning out. Yeah, that baby could be uh, up to no good. We don't know that baby. <laughs> so then, all right, I keep walking, right? I keep walking. Then there's this woman, all right, she's walking on stilettos at the mall, and they are probably, like, like six-inch stilettos, and I don't know how she's walking on. It's, like, the thinnest possible heel, and she's, like, holding on to her boyfriend husband's, like, arm, and I'm pretty sure that was just to, like, keep her balanced. Can I ask you a question? (laughs) But she was, like... Was the boyfriend husband, like, super jacked? This is like one of those uh, super jacked bald. Oh, there, there's only two possibilities here. Super right. jacked bald guy with like one size sh- t- uh, two tiny shirt or older graying haired gentleman in suit jacket. All right. You're close. He had a red suit tuxedo, like red tuxedo suit, like all red. But he wasn't like buff or anything. Oh, I didn't even consider pimp. I was totally. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. <laughs> he had the red suit and he's just. He's just like a, a skinny dude, but not like me skinny, like uh just like slightly below average. He was just walking with he's tall though, he's like six three or something. And then she she was like a, a thick, thick woman, like with two C's. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. she had on her her uh her dress, but then she had those stilettos. And it was just it was like everybody was turning to look at him because they couldn't believe she was walking in them. It was one of those things where you're like, she's going to fall. And I think everybody was waiting for her to fall, but she wasn't falling. Well, that's because she's got her mandolin on. That's a good man that's right true. there. He's she's there got for her. her mandolin on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't uh, matter that he's a pimp. He's there. He's a pimp who. Yeah. He's a pimp with a heart of gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The pimp with the heart of gold coming to <laughs> Disney theaters this fall. From uh, Disney and Pixar. The pimp with the heart of gold. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'll be like the sequel to uh, what's that one with Robert Gear and uh, Pretty Woman? Gear. Yeah, Pretty Woman. But he's not a pimp. 
Are you, are this you, is like are the you 2018 saying, version. Oh, okay. So it's about the pimp yeah. and the prostitute fall in love. Yeah. Oh, that is the 2018 version. Yeah, that's the 2018 version. You're right. So, I mean, you're right. you know what? I'll see it in theaters. Um, so that was another thing. I was like, this is a great mall experience. Then my favorite, there's another one after this, but my favorite person of the day. All right. This old man. He's probably like 80. He's sitting on a bench, like in the mall, reading his book, but he's not reading the book. He's just looking around. Right. And, right. Oh, that's the creepy man. <laughs> I know yeah. the creepy man. <laughs> but he had that look. Like there are all these kids walking around, just like mm-hmm. uh, like all like packs of kids, like people with baby. He just looked around like these goddamn millennials. Yeah, he probably <laughs> there's only two options here as well. He's either there to read that book and everyone's pissing him off because he can't read it. Or he's there just to be pissed off and the book is a cover. <laughs> I think, yeah. He is open to like the middle part of the book. So I feel like uh I feel like he wasn't reading it really. It, I think he was just just getting aggravated at everyone around him. Yeah. You know, sometimes old people that's how they keep going. It's just by like pure <laughs> aggravation. Sheer <laughs> force of will to hate people and they're like sometimes the, i bring the book so i have something to hold on to when i get angry i think that's what i'm gonna do when i'm old that's definitely gonna be me. when when I do that you sometimes get old? already yeah i was about to say you do that now <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're not wrong uh damn i could appreciate that but it was just i enjoyed seeing him and his aggravation because probably because there's a part of me that could relate and I think that's what I enjoyed so much about it. Yeah, you were. You, it was you. You were looking at. You stumbled across a time anomaly, and on the other side, you just saw yourself <laughs> in the future. Yeah, it might even be me. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I don't know. It could just be you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was cool. And then I was like, "All right, I've walked around enough. I'm gonna go to Starbucks." Uh. So I go to Starbucks, and the line is backed up because this old woman. I don't know what she's doing. She's trying to use her phone to get Starbucks stars or credits or whatever it is. But she's also trying to pay with cash. And the guy's like, you got to scan the thing. And she scans it. And she's like, I didn't want that. (laughs) And so she has the manager lady come over. And she's like, wait, what are you trying to do? And she's like, I just want to put the stars on the thing, but I want to pay with cash. I don't know how to use this thing. Help an old woman out. I don't want to know. I just want to pay with the cash, but I want the star credit. Now, this sounds and like I, me. I'm like, I just, yeah. want this, I just want the credit, but I just want to use cash. <laughs> That's, this is probably you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you saw yourself and me, and I became an old yeah. lady. I'm okay with that. So they're just like, call the phone number. Just call the phone number, and she's like, I'll call the phone number. I'll call it. And then after about five minutes... Uh, they they finally got her to calm down, and then she walked over and got her drink that I think she ordered. Mm-hmm. I, I could didn't even know if she ordered anything at that point. I think <laughs> she was just yelling to yell. Uh, and that was uh that was just a fun day of just seeing people live in action. I uh I too had a fun day, so I went <laughs> out I went out to brunch with our dear friend Alex. Right. I, this had to have been like a dating service day or something. I don't know. But everyone else was a couple, right? Mm. It was all mm-hmm. couples, but like awkwardly paired, not at all fitting together couples. It's like a blind date. Type I of thing. think so. So mm. next to us were two couples, the, the two that I could hear the clearest. 
Everyone else was also awkwardly sitting around making small talk. But the right. two that were near us, the first one was this uh, a British woman who, you know, there are like many types of British people. Mm-hmm. Ignore all that and imagine the most stereotypical Brit you can imagine. Like, <laughs> oh my that, god, that's like when I got off the plane that one time. This is it, it was pretty much her. She even had <laughs> not just like the British, like oh hello. She had like hey hey governor. Oh the morning. Did she have the Nigel Thornberry chin? <laughs> like she, it was the most stereotypical British person. The point where it's like Prince Charles British, right? Yeah. The whole it's got the nose and the chin and the like prominent brow, like. It, right. It, she was the most British woman I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, she's yeah. sitting there talking about swimming with sharks and going on excavations. She seems very interesting. Like, she probably right. comes from uh, one of the thornberries. Like, it's probably true. <laughs> she's talking about all these adventures she's going on. Meanwhile, the guy she's on the date with is looking at everyone else in the room, like flirting with women at other chairs, like just being a real <laughs> creep. And I felt so bad for her. Because she clearly was into this guy, and he was yeah. not at all. He was flirting with everyone else in the room but her. Damn. Then the other table that was near us was this, oh, my God. They were, like, the cutest Asian couple I've ever seen in my life. It was very <laughs> obvious it was the first time they ever met. They were mm-hmm. uh, doing the whole small talk, getting to know you kind of thing, except mm-hmm. they were both very, very drunk. I guess they had gone <laughs> to the bar beforehand and both tried to get an up like enough liquid courage to go on this date. Yeah. And then they just kept drinking. And because it was all you can drink <laughs> mimosas or uh, something called summer punch, which basically was tequila. It was basically tequila. Oh my tequila. God. We got to go. They just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And so uh, Alex and I were sitting there watching them. And the conversation. Were you also drinking the mimosa unlimiteds? I was drinking the summertime punch. It was bright pink and tasted like tequila and happiness. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> uh, if you want to know what food we had, I had like a nice hash and Alex had a uh, biscuits and gravy. It was very good. Uh, Mamma mia. I know. So they keep talking. And every time they have a conversation, it always starts out very, very deep. Like, tell me about your hopes and your dreams, right? And then eventually right. it evolves into them giggling and rubbing each other's hands. Yeah. And this girl... I think she was trying to keep up with this guy because she liked him a lot and wanted to try and like show him she could drink or something. I have no idea yeah. what her, but she kept drinking to the point where I was like, I really wanted to tell her to stop. I was like, you, <laughs> sweetheart, need to stop drinking. Oh my God. Yeah. Speaking of drinking, I have another story that's really important <laughs> to tell you. Oh boy. Wait, is this story, this story stop? This story does stop. I have another story to tell you that's even <laughs> crazier right. about drinking. Um, All right. But so this one is this girl keeps drinking and drinking and drinking. And eventually the guy, I think it's very obvious the two of them really want to bang. Like they are yeah. rubbing on each other next to us <laughs> at the table while we're eating breakfast. It might be <laughs> 1130 a.m. this time. And they're just like, and so the guy's like, well, how do you feel about seeing other people? And what do you think this is going to go anywhere? Because I think in his mind, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get some and that's good enough for me. And yeah. and so he's like, how do you feel about, you know, if we if we date other people? What do you think about that? And this is her response. And I just want you to remember, <laughs> the last hour and a half I've watched them grind on each other, basically. Right. And get more and more drunk. Uh, I had mm-hmm. to write this in a text to Alex <laughs> while we were sitting there because I almost 
cried myself <laughs> into laughter. Um, so he says, what do you think about us seeing other people? Like, what about other women? Uh, I've dated, you know, I've dated other people before I met you and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Very open. And this girl looks at him and says, I know, I know. There are other girls out there, <laughs> but what's different between me and them is I'm a Christian, <laughs> and I almost died. <laughs> it was so, it was just like, th- I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess. Like, I just don't know. I just don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what she's insinuating. I, I was just like, I okay. What did he respond? Uh, he, he like held her hands and he's like, that's why I like you. And I, and then she's like, well, and then her response was, well, I mean, I'm not really Christian, but my family is. And so, you know, they, she's like, I, I have to, you know, believe, but it doesn't matter if you don't like that. And he's, he's like, I like what you like. And she's like, oh, you're so cute. And I was just like, (laughs) that's like a, like, why would you even say like the difference is I'm Christian. But I'm not. I don't follow it. It's just what my family wants me to be. It's like, what? I genuinely I think she just was into him so much. She was like, I'll say whatever I have to say yeah, in order just... to like kiss this dude. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, my God. It was bonkers. Um, But that is not the most bonkers thing. A story recently happened to me. Uh, This would be last Thursday. No. Yeah, last Thursday night. Thursday, I flew to Indie PopCon. Mm-hmm. And Indie PopCon. The glorious state of Indiana. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have fun every time I'm there. It's incredibly, yep. it's very chill and relaxed, and everyone I meet there is very awesome. I think it's like a Midwest thing. It was great. However, the flight out there, Crendor, mm-hmm. I have the best story to tell you, and I need to preface <laughs> this by saying I'm going to leave this person's name out of it. I've told this story to other okay. people. Many people might be able to figure this out if they did some digging, but I'm going to leave is the name of this another, person out uh, there. Is this another drinking story that you're talking about? Uh, yes, this is, is the this other. Different... This is the okay, other drinking okay. story. We're Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. This is. I don't even know how to. Dis- what this is entirely true. Everything okay. I'm about to tell you is true. This is like the start of a reality show. Everything you're about to see and this hear is, is real. This is not made up. I'll show you the evidence when you come visit me. <laughs> okay. Like Evidence. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> what the shit? Okay. Everything you're about to hear is true. This totally happened. <laughs> I need to pray because it gets ridiculous. Okay. So I was on this flight. It was an overnight flight from LAX to Indiana. It was a one-way trip, and I was like, cool. I'll, I'll go overnight. I'll leave at 10 p.m., uh... LA time, arrive at 5 or 6 a.m. Indiana time, I'll sleep on the plane, I'll get off, maybe get another couple hours of sleep at the hotel, and then go to the convention, right? It was That was my plan. Right. Get on the plane, realize I forgot my earbuds. I'm like, oh, son of a, so I can't listen to music, which is my usual mm-hmm. go-to, like, I'm cutting everyone else on the plane off, don't talk to me, yeah. I'm trying to sleep, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, boy, okay, well, uh, flight attendant, can I have a gin and tonic? And she's like, okay, sweetheart. By the way, the flight attendant was... The frumpiest old Midwestern lady I've ever seen. She was from Milwaukee. I talked to her a bunch. She's like, oh, okay there. I'll try and do your best for, best drink yeah. for you. You're you're, like, you're almost Minnesota, but not quite. You're getting a little, a little Irish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she brings my drink. 
Everyone starts getting on the plane. I'm sitting there just sipping on this gin and tonic. Everyone's on the plane, or so I think. There's no one next to me. So I'm like, oh, cool. Well, looks like I get some extra room. This will be great. I can, like, stretch out. Mm-hmm. One more person comes on the plane. Little tiny uh, blonde-headed girl in what appears to be a homeless person's trappings. <laughs> Completely wrapped up. She has, like, uh, one of those, I'm trying to think of what they're called, a beanie. But, you know, like the ones, literally the ones the fishermen wear. Not like not like a hippie beanie, like a hipster thing, but oh, like literal. Fisherman. Like the fisherman beanie, beanie. The one that like old seamen wear. <laughs> oh, God. Right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Or like if you're going to go on a heist. Yes, that's what I'm saying. She had one of those <laughs> on right. and then her hood up. She comes, she sits, she sits down next to me and she's like, oh, will you help me get my bag? I, I'm, I can't get it up above and it looks like I'm sitting next to you. And I was like, sure, 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 sure. So I put the bag up above. She takes off her hoodie and hat and sits down, looks up at me and goes, oh boy, you're in for a crazy flight. And I look down and it is a well-known celebrity. Like a well-known celebrity. If I mentioned the name, everyone would know it. All right. Okay. I'm not going to say that who, I'm just going to let you know it's a (laughs) well-known celebrity. (laughs) All right, you have to tell me off the <laughs> off the thing. Right? No, I yeah, yeah. I just I'm not gonna okay. be that guy who just I already got in trouble yeah. years ago for saying that John Boyega wouldn't let oh, me take yeah. a photo with him. I'm not going through that shit yeah. again. Don't burn your bridges. I can't burn bridges. <laughs> Is so she looks up at me and she introduces herself. I'm like, hey, I'm Jesse. She's like, cool, cool, cool. What are you having to drink? I'm like, I'm having a gin and tonic. She's like, I'll have what he's having. And the the flight attendant's like. Oh, a gin and tonic? You want a gin and tonic? And she goes, no, make it a vodka soda. And she's and she's like, uh, okay. Flight attendant goes away. This actress looks at me and goes, I can't have gin because, you know, gin makes you sin. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, sure. Okay. So we, we have a drink and she goes, cheers to a wonderful flight. And we toast. We have our drinks. She starts pulling out a script and she starts looking at this script and reading the script and, you know, it's a nighttime flight so the lights go down and she seems very much just, you know, by herself. For the first 10, 15 minutes, she's not really interacting with me. We're just sitting there drinking. She reads this Mm -hmm. script. The plane's still on the runway. (laughs) She turns and looks at me and says, have you ever read a script before? I'm like, "Uh, I mean, I have. I can't say I'm any good at it. (laughs) And she's like, would you help me read mine? I'm like, "Uh, sure. And so she's like, all you have to do is read the script and I'll practice the lines. I'm like, okay. So the plane hasn't even taken off yet, and we're reading a <laughs> script that I swear to God, here's here the character she's playing a mom whose daughter is going through something, I'm not sure exactly what, but the scene is between her and the husband, and her talking to the husband about the problems with the daughter, but also kind of hitting on the husband. And so she's rehearsing these lines with me. <laughs> and She's like doing the whole I'm acting, but I'm trying to be very serious about acting. Mm-hmm. Staring in my eyes, talking about like, we'll make it through this, sweetheart. And when that time comes, I think then we can finally make love again. Like that kind of thing. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> oh my God. So the plane finally takes off. Our drinks, we, we had to take our drinks. The woman comes back out, flight tends, like, would you like another drink? And this actress looks over at me and goes, yeah, we'll both have this and just orders a drink. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> And we both get one, and she's like, cheers. I'm like, oh, well, I guess this is my night. So we toast. <laughs> I drink with her, and we keep reading more of the script. And then halfway through, she stops and looks at me and goes, 
how old are you? I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> what? She's like, she's like, how old are you? And I, and I, I tell her and she goes, huh? Have you ever been in your 40s? I'm like, what? No, I haven't been in my 40s. What? And she's what? like, I have. I've been in my 40s. I'm like, what? So she goes, have you ever been 42 and not had a child? And I'm like, uh, what? Is this in the script? <laughs> I'm just like, I, um, no, no, I don't have kids. I'm not, I'm not married or anything. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I was going to get married. But I had my heart broken. And I'm like, uh, okay, sure. And then she His name was Nicholas Cage. She puts she puts her script down and goes, I've had a lot of Xanax tonight. And I'm like, what? Oh, Jesus. And then she goes, Can I get another drink? And the flight attendant brings her another drink. And I'm like, no, oh my God, we probably shouldn't do this. And she goes, Shut up. Have a Kahlua. And orders me a Kahlua drink. What the shit? So I'm because I'm both fascinated. And a little scared, I, like, keep drinking with her. Mind you, <laughs> All right. mind you, on this plane of 200-odd people, we're the only light on. Every other light is out. Most of the flight is asleep. It is just, it's, like, just us. It is so bizarre. Just us and the flight attendant who's watching in the distance, just, like, trying to figure out how she knows this girl. So she, we take another drink together. Then she's like, can I tell you something? I haven't. I haven't told anyone. My ex-boyfriend's on this plane. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but you came on alone. <laughs> she's like, I know. He's in, he's back. I know where he's at. He's back there. And she literally just gets up and looks to the back of the plane. She's like, I got to go see him. And like leaves. What? She goes, to the, she goes further back into the plane. Eventually, the flight attendant comes over and is like, are you traveling with her? And I look at her, I'm like, no. And she goes, oh, you sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> and she goes, if you need any help, let me know. And I was like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> and the flight attendant's like, okay, well, let me know if you need any help. And so this girl comes back up, sits down, and uh, reaches for her pocket. Mind you, you know how they say the camera adds... 15 pounds or whatever. Mm -hmm. For this girl, it must be like the camera adds 35, 40 pounds. She was like a twig person. She was so thin. Uh, so she like could curl up entirely in her seat and still have extra space. Right. Mama me. That's like me. And so I asked, I asked her, I was, I, I laughed cause I was like, you have so much free space. You have a space for a newspaper and your, your phone and all this stuff. And she looks at me and she's like, yeah, everyone makes fun of me because I'm 95 pounds, but I'm actually 98 pounds. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And she's that like, is. <laughs> and I, was, all right. I was like, all right, sure. And she grabs her phone. She goes, I need to find my assistant and gets up and walks away again. And I'm like, I, what is happening right now? I look at the flight attendant. The flight attendant looks at me and she goes, do you want another drink? I'm like, I think I need one. <laughs> I come back. This girl sees that I have a drink, and she wants another drink immediately, too. So now we're on drink four, I think. Jesus. And it is maybe, maybe an hour and a half into this flight. <laughs> and this girl comes back. We're sitting there having a drink, and then she goes to grab her phone again and goes, I can't find my phone. I can't. I, what happened to my phone? Now, I haven't been paying attention at all. I couldn't <laughs> tell you where mm -hmm. her phone went. But because I am an official nice guy to the point of, to my own <laughs> detriment, she's like, 
can I borrow your phone so I can use the light to search for my phone? I was like, sure. So use the flashlight function on my phone to search for her phone under the seats. So she literally is like looking up <laughs> under her seat for the phone, <laughs> then goes to look up under my seat. Her head is literally where my crotch is. And I'm just like, I, <laughs> what do I do right now? So I get up. I just got up. So my like balls weren't brushing against her head anymore. <laughs> I got up and and sat there in the or, well stood there and the flight attendant was like is everything okay? And uh she was like I can't find my phone. I don't know where my phone is. I lost my phone. My assistant I think might have my phone. And the woman's like sweetie you're by yourself. And she goes where am I going? What's happening? She's like we're headed to Indiana. And she's like why am I going to Indiana? What? I know. I know. I again, don't do drugs. Don't mix drugs and alcohol, kids. Don't do drugs, but don't mix them. This is this lady. I thought I had the one of the craziest stories with my ex crackhead on the plane. Right oh, dude, this, this, it out. this gets crazier. So, <laughs> oh god, all right. I know. So she is on the floor looking for this phone. Can't find it. Sits back up. Flight attendant's like, "Can I look through your bag? Can I look through your bag? Is there anything in your bag? Maybe you left it in there." Pulls away the bag. Girl's like, "It's not in my bag. I looked. It's not in my bag." Flight attendant pulls out two phones. She's like, I found your phones. And she looks at me and goes, there's my phones. And then just goes back to her seat. <laughs> so so the flight attendant gives her a bag. She sits back down next to me. And at this point, I'm so tired and so buzzed that I'm just, I all I want to do is sleep. All I want to do is sleep. Yeah. I've been up since like 5 a.m. I just don't want to deal with this anymore. This girl gets down off her seat in, you know, in the area between the back of the seat in front of you and your seat, she got down. She yeah. squeezed down into there and huddled, like curled up, like she was in a fetal position, and started just mumble talking. And the problem was, oh. I couldn't understand what she said because I wanted to like be there for her because it felt like she was going through some shit. Yeah, she she starts mumble talking, and I'm like, uh huh, yeah, okay, yeah. Apparently, I mumble talked my way into getting another drink for the two of us. So this point, we're on drink <laughs> five. And she's like, cheers. And we drink. And then she almost bursts into tears. And she's like, I'm going to die alone. I'm going to die alone. And I was just like, oh, no. We need to. So I look at the flight attendant. I give her the signal, like, do not give us any more alcohol. Just give us waters. After she's done sort of sobbing a little bit, gets up, asks for another drink. Flight attendant's like, oh, dear. I, I can only give you water now. And she's like, give me bottled water then. And the woman's like, oh, okay. She pours a giant, one of those giant airplane bottles of water into a little cup, gives it yeah. to her, and the girl looks at me and she goes, you drink this water. I'm like, what? She's like, it's from a cup. I don't want it. I need it in a bottle. I'm like, it came from a bottle. She's like, I need a small bottle of water. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so I drank the water, and I was like, I think I think we're good. She's like, I just want a beer. Can I get a beer? That's not even alcohol. <laughs> the flight tent's like, dear, I'm sorry. I can't let you. And I get up, I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. I get up to go to the bathroom. The flight attendant's like, oh, I realized who it is. And I was like, uh-huh. Okay. She goes, I never had, I've never had a celebrity on my plate before. <laughs> so I come back. She is now standing in her seat, looking out the window, like staring out the window. <laughs> no one has said anything, by the way. No one has done anything. Everyone on the plane is okay with it. I think because most people know who she is, so they're just like, what do we do, right? 
So I sit well, down. I mean, even if you don't know, she's just like, oh, she's just some lady learned to do what she's doing. Yeah, it was. So I sat back down. She then proceeds to sit her butt on the armrest in between the two seats and then her legs across my lap. And she lays her head on my shoulder and starts like whimpering to herself about how she's never been loved and she just wants someone to hold her. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening right now? <laughs> I look around for the flight attendant. She is nowhere to be seen. I don't know when if she went to the bathroom. I don't know what. I, I've never seen this on a plane ever. Never have I seen anyone do this on a plane. Ever. Yeah. So she then proceeds to look over the seats in front of us, the two men in front of us. The two men in front of us, one, I think, worked for the NFL, and one was an Asian, Asian <laughs> businessman who spoke no English. She puts her right. head up over the seat and is like, why don't you get me a beer? And, and the NFL guy's like, I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't drink, I can't. And the Asian businessman just looks at her. She then vaults herself up over their seats and sits on the armrest and like holds the two of the men and like flirts with them a what? little bit. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening right now? I was looking around. Everyone's <laughs> asleep around me. No one is looking at what's going on right now. She has, she is sitting in on the armrest. What the shit? I've never seen anything like this. So she starts flirting with these guys, and they one of the guys looks back at me, and I give them the, like, I don't know. <laughs> and finally she gets up, comes back around, and right then the flight attendant shows up again. As the flight attendant shows up again, she comes to sit back down, and she notices the woman across from us in the row across from us. She apparently has been awake the entire time, question mark, and she has a drink in her hand. And so she sees this drink, and this girl's like, can I have a sip of your drink? And the woman's like, no, I'm sorry, sweetheart, you can't. And she sort of reaches over to get it and rubs her boobs, like, across the face of the guy who's in the aisle next to this woman. <laughs> and the guy wakes up from sleeping and looks at her and goes, what are you doing? And she's like, I just want a drink. And the guy's like, ma'am, please sit down. She's like, I'm not going to sit down. I want that drink. And he goes, would you what please sh- sit the fuck down? <laughs> And the girl looks at him, looks at me, walks back over to her seat in a huff, sits down next to me, and I swear to you, says what I only have ever heard in irony. She says, does he know who I am? (laughs) He can't talk to me that way. And I swear to you, I was like, whoa, no, no, do not get like this. Please don't get like this. We are not there yet. I don't want to have to ground the plane. Please don't get this. She takes her hat. Her sailor beanie hat <laughs> yeah. and chucks it at this guy. Hits oh, him geez. right in the head. The guy immediately pong, pings the flight attendant. The flight attendant <laughs> comes out and he starts yelling about this girl. Meanwhile, people around the plane are starting to wake up. They're starting to notice something's going on. I'm like, oh, no. And this girl's losing her mind. She is freaking out ready to fight this guy. I'm like, oh, my God, why am I stuck between these two? The flight attendant comes over and tries to to talk her down. And this girl's like, you tell her, you tell her. You tell her how good of a person I am. You tell her. And I'm like, I hear she's a very good person. (laughs) And I was just like, I don't, I think they both overreacted. And I feel like maybe we could settle this in a way that is in Indiana. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> so finally the flight attendant gets this girl to calm down and she proceeds to curl up in sort of a fetal position in her seat and then like start to go to sleep and I'm like oh my god thank you I can finally get some rest and just then the captain comes on and is like alright we are preparing our landing for Indianapolis <laughs> and I almost cried I, I was so <laughs> worn out I can't I, I, I was so worn out I almost cried so as we get up to get off the plane when it finally lands, I get up, grab my stuff, I'm ready to get off, and I feel someone scratch my back behind me, and it's just this girl scratching my back. And she's like, you're nice. And I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> I, I go to get up off the plane, and the last thing I hear her say, as loud as humanly possible, oh, Jesus, I need a back rub and some Coke. And that's the last thing I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I booked out of there so quickly. <laughs> yep. That, kids, is why you don't go to Hollywood. And can I tell you the best part of the story? Later yep. that day, while telling this story to friends, because I was like, oh, well, she took my phone for a while. I wonder if anything happened. She literally took a photo of herself searching for, the phone, uh, for her phone. <laughs> but more importantly, put her phone number in my phone. What? So I have this girl's phone number. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I've not called it. I'm terrified to do so. <laughs> but I have it. That is. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's like, that's like a once in a life. Not even a lifetime. It's a once in a something time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a once in a something time story. It uh, it was crazy. It was one of the craziest things I've ever experienced, ever. And on the way to Indiana, of all places. On the way to Indiana. I did not expect that to happen. Yeah, it was insane. It was the longest three, three and a half hours of my life. <laughs> I can't even. It wore me out. It wears me out just retelling the story. That was like, yeah, it took almost as long to tell the story as it did to live through the story. That's true. It was, it was <laughs> an event. Uh, yeah. And here I am, just going to stores and smelling deodorant. Yep. <laughs> I guess we should go to the ad, but I just don't know. I don't know where we to go should. from here. Yeah, I should probably go to the ad. Let me tell you about Blue Apron. Now, a lot of you out there probably are terrible cooks. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. You're millennials. You're all terrible cooks. That's just fact. That's fact. I've made some fantastic dishes, all right. But you know how you made those fantastic dishes? With Blue Apron. Blue Apron. That's how. Blue Apron. Skip your meal planning. Let's get straight to real cooking with Blue Apron. Enjoy unforgettable meals inspired by vibrant cooking from the Mediterranean, like seared salmon and spicy orange salsa. Center around fruits, veggies, lean meats, plenty of olive oil. These recipes are delicious and nutritious. With incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, Blue Apron lets you see the power of what food can do. Let me tell you, they have got... Some crazy things going on right now. You could get a creamy caramelized onion burger with apple and pickled pepper salad. Wowee. Maybe get yourself some roasted chicken drumsticks with cauliflower, orzo, feta cheese, and olives. Maybe even a spicy penne pasta. It's all there. I actually had the spicy penne pasta. Yeah? It was pretty good. I also had the garlic and soy glaze shrimp. And it was very good. Oh my god. I love that one. Yeah, that's the uh, Chrissy Teigen 
Uh, recipe. Yeah, Chrissy Teigen garlic soy glaze shrimp with charred broccoli and hot green pepper sauce. Ooh, Let me tell you, ooh. that was a spicy mama mia if I've ever had one. Yeah? It was a spicy mama mia. It was very good. I just ordered some Blue Apron, so I got some coming to me. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm actually getting the, uh, what I got coming up? I got the Korean-style beef with sesame bok choy marinated carrots. I got Cajun Ooh. shrimp tacos with marinated vegetables Ooh. and cotija cheese. And Chrissy Teigen's Chinese chicken salad. Chrissy Teigen, killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Blue Apron offers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door. It can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and designed by an awesome Blue Apron culinary team. It has the flexibility. You can get 12 new recipes a week. You can get two three, or four recipes based on what best fits your schedule, non-GMO ingredients, and meat with no added hormones. It's simple. It's just brought to your house, and you just follow the instructions, and you cook. You make something amazing. You put it in your body, and you feel good. You aren't eating. Even people like us can do it. It's crazy. I know you don't believe it, but trust us. It's possible. Well, I think one of the best parts is you get to keep the recipes they give you. So you can just like go make a past recipe yourself and just go to the store. Like we've done that with the, uh, it's like black bean and onion tacos with like some other thing, spicy black bean and caramelized onion tacos. We went, we went to the store, bought the ingredients again, made it again. Cause it was so good. And that's an amazing thing as well. You don't have to even listen to the recipes. You don't have to follow the recipes. It gives you everything you need to just make the food you want to make, too. If you're like, I don't like this recipe or this one vegetable I don't like, you can make your own thing. It's legit. It is legit. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash cox. That's blueapron.com slash cox to get your first three meals free. C-O-X. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. Blueapron.com slash cox. Blueapron.com slash cox. Blueapron.com slash C-O-X cox. All right, well, what should we do now? Should we jump to Chopper Cops? Something's got the Crendor? I guess so. How's that traffic out there? Hey, <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's see. Traffic out there? There's actually no traffic because we're recording this at like 2 a.m. Uh, I see like three cars. One car looks like it's uh, a school bus with nobody in it. That's kind of weird. That car over there is just a red sports car. And then there's a black Tesla over there. Hey, looking good. Um, I mean, if you're going to go anywhere, this is the time to go. It's 2 a.m. Hey, whenever you want to go anywhere, 2 a.m., just go out for a, a nice ride and, uh, and, uh, just uh, grab yourself a couple blue aprons, uh, sit in the back of your motorized vehicle and let it auto drive. Although I don't know, there's been a lot of auto drive incidents where like, they're like, oh, don't let, let your car auto drive. So I don't know. I'll just... I'm just going to always drive my car, I think. I'll be in control, just like I am in the chopper copter. Back to you. Thanks, Crednor. Now let's over to the weather desk. Crednor, how's that weather? Weather desk? We've got crazy weather out there. Whoppy, whoppy, activated. Four, seven, five, four, four, seven. Jasper, Indiana. Okay. Hey, Indiana. 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear skies, feels like 75 degrees Fahrenheit, high, low, 72 degrees Fahrenheit, UV index zero, next 36 hours, 72 degrees Fahrenheit, clear skies, warm, humid, low 72, winds light and variable, 
Sunday, mostly sunny, 93 degrees Fahrenheit, sunny, along with afternoon clouds, stray showers or thunderstorm possible, I-93, wind south at 5 to 10 miles per hour, sunrise, 6.23 a.m., sunset, 9.14 p.m., that was, that was pretty simple. He nailed it that time. Yeah, we've been doing some tweaks and I, really got the whoppy uh, algorithms say, Yeah, down. the algorithms are all rhythming. Yeah, he's rhythming those algorithms. Yeah. Soon he's going to be uh, rapping the weather report. Oh, boy. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's going to be great. Let me tell you. Yeah, I bet. It's gonna be, you just got to keep filling them up with Skeddy, and before you know it. He'll have enough Skeddy, uh, and then he'll just be, uh, all the wires will be noodles. <laughs> yeah, his knees will be weak. Arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Mom Skeddy. <laughs> Mom Skeddy. Yep. That's the weather. What is happening in sports? Sports. Uh not much is happening in sports, honestly. It's just baseball now. The uh Warriors won the well, NBA. FIFA is happening. Oh yeah, that's right. FIFA. Everyone just, around here like the other day we went out to lunch and it was I've never seen it so packed. <laughs> it was like eleven in the morning and people were sitting there at the bar drinking and cheering and Everyone was like, yeah, soccer. So that, that thing happened. Is like, <laughs> it's one of those things where I think we care slightly less because America's not in it. Right. Yeah, no. Screw FIFA. America's not in it. But if we ever got into the World Cup, oh, my <laughs> God. We'd be like, yeah, we're the best until we lost. And then we'd yeah. be like, it's all a hack. We've done that before. <laughs> we'll keep doing uh, it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like to... I like to turn it on just like in the background sometimes like, hey, World Cup or like I'll watch it for a little bit. But I mean, aside from that, I'm not a big, I'm not a big soccer, soccer, football guy. You know, Pele's not playing anymore. Yeah, That's really. That was the, that was the height of of soccer. Yeah, there's Pele. Ronaldo and there's Messi, but uh, they're no uh, Pele's. They're not Pele. They're pretty good, but they're not Pele. Yeah. All right. Ronaldo like scored six goals in a game or something, but I heard Pele scored like twenty. Yeah, they're no, they're no, they're um, no Beckham. <laughs> uh, yeah, they can't bend it. Yeah, they can't bend it. <laughs> uh, NBA drafts coming up next week. I'm actually pretty excited for that. Uh, and then baseball is still happening. Um, still going on. It's gonna be here till October. Still going. It's gonna be here till October. Cubs won. That's good. Uh, I think they're in first place still. Go Cubs, uh, and then hockey. The wa the Capitals did end up winning. They beat Vegas. Yep. So Washington finally got their Stanley Cup. Ovechkin finally got one. Good for him. Uh, and then the Warriors won the NBA Finals, and the Cavaliers lost four in a row. And then everyone's like, "Where's LeBron going?" So Great people question. think he's going to L.A. You know what? If LeBron came to L.A., it would be fitting. It would be fitting. It. Probably would. I would like it because he'd leave the Eastern Conference and then he wouldn't have to play the Bulls anymore. And uh, apparently LeBron, people think he's just going to go to L.A. to like get into the movie and entertainment business because he's like already produced 10 movies or something. So they think he just wants to like, sure, you know, he's already been to like a bunch of NBA finals. He's won the MVPs. He's won NBA finals, lost them. Like at this point, he's like, yeah, let's go there. Yeah, that's what I think he's going to do now. You know and, what? Uh, That's fine. Put him in movies. Yeah. Him and Seth, him in him and Seth Rogen can make a good comedy. <laughs> yeah. Put him in movies. Put him in the Staples Center. Put him in the Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Leangelo Ball, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> the Lonzo, the Lonzo Ball. Ball. 
The Lonzo Ball. Yep. That'll be fun. Um, My favorite ball of the year. The best gala. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gala. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> gala. Are you looking up the term gala? Gala. Noun and adjective. See oromo. What? What? It says see oromo. Look up G-A-L-A. What did you type in? G-A-L-L-A. No, G-A-L-L-A. What's a Romo? God damn it. G-A-L-A. Even you're tripping me up. A Romo is a member of a nomadic pastoral people of no, Ethiopia and no. Kenya. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, go. Like a gala apple? Yeah. Yes. A gala also works. <laughs> a social. Let's see. It's pronounced gala. Uh, whatever. Oh my god. A maybe, social occasion. Maybe because you're not a blue blood like me, you pronounce it. I pronounce it vase and gala. I'm sorry. You say tomato, I say tomato. Uh huh. Exactly. You say potato, I say potato. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> a social occasion, a special entertainment. All right. So it's a gala. So it's like a dude. If you get a gala apple, it's like a special entertainment. Yeah, it's apple. an entertainment apple. The big apple. Damn, I didn't know that. I guess you're welcome for educating. Dude, why don't they call it the Big Gala? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they do. That should be New York maybe, slang. Maybe they say uh, the Big Gala. Only if you, <laughs> only if you're in the know, do you know? Is the Big Gala? <laughs> Somebody like, ah, I see the Big Gala is doing well today, and they're like, what are you? This person on drugs? Oh, they just listen to this podcast, um, which is pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's sports. Okay. Then what is our big <laughs> news story of the day? All right. Big news story of the day. I think I had one. Naked Florida man storms into stranger's house, attacks them with rake, seen retrieving underwear from swamp before <laughs> fleeing. <laughs> That's our story. That's, That's the, story. the story. New York. Wait. Newport Richie, Florida. Attacked I thought by that was naked... the guy's name. I thought you were about <laughs> to tell it. me his name was Newport Richie. <laughs> I would have been so happy. <laughs> and I'm Newport Richie. And I'm here to tell you a story about time. I could have got away with it. <laughs> Call me Newport Richie. <laughs> <laughs> that's Florida. Or, uh, that's Florida man's greatest nemesis now. <laughs> Newport <laughs> Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're not the gray storm. It's Newport Richie. He smokes a pack of Newports every day. <laughs> he always has a switchblade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey man, how you doing? Don't touch my Newports. So he like, pops his switchblade open. I'm like, all right, all right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I almost choked. <laughs> oh. he, just, he just smells of that like super strong nicotine oh yeah he smells he's menthol like, smells yeah like there's like normal cigarettes and then there's like menthol strong newport cigarettes that's, that's, what, what, yeah, that's New, what he smells newport like richie smells like but he folds them up in, in his sleeve so he has like the pack yeah. in his sleeve he basically looks like he's from the 1950s he's a greaser yeah me newport with richie like, uh, but with a mullet a greaser yeah. with a mullet yeah, the front is all grease and the back is like <laughs> wavy party in the back yeah yeah and then he's uh yeah it smells like that in garbage <laughs> newport richie. all right newport richie attacked by a naked man swinging a rake <laughs> the victim in this case fought back 
he grabbed a hammer and went to town. <laughs> what? All right. What an start. amazingly written article. He grabbed a hammer and <laughs> then went to town. Armed with a yard rake, the accused attacker met his match when the victim grabbed a hammer. Deputies say Maurice Castaneda, not wearing a stitch of clothes, barged into Bill and Crystal Colwell's home. God, if you would have said barge into Bill and Crystal Methody's home, I would have been like, best story ever. I would have capped it off. Uh, Looked up, and here's a naked guy in my house. And I instantly started screaming, get out of my house. And he didn't get out. That's what Bill Colwell said. So Bill shoved him. <laughs> so Bill shoved him into the side yard. He said Castaneda grabbed his rake. He shattered it a few times because I think the last time might have been over my head because I got a couple of lumps on my head, said Bill. <laughs> Crystal tossed her husband hatchet, but he had a better weapon in his truck, a hammer. Whoa, I don't know, I whoa think Crystal was like, over. yeah, take this hatchet. That's incredible. Crystal methody. Crystal methody. <laughs> yeah, take this hatchet. But why? Wouldn't you want a hatchet over a hammer? I get. I look. I guess he was like, "Don't tell me what to do, woman." And he got a hammer <laughs> instead. Hmm. The guy bowed up and said, "What are you gonna do with that?" And Billy hit him. He just kept coming at <laughs> Billy, and Billy just kept hitting him. Said Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What are you going to do with that? (laughs) This dude could have killed me. He would have killed me. He was aggressively coming at me, even with his weapons in my hand. He had no fear. (laughs) Castaneda. All I can picture is this naked man running at him, getting repeatedly hit with this hammer over and over again. He's like, like, holds his rake. He just gets more mad and tries to do it again. (laughs) So he's just like, he's coming at you with a rake, and then he doesn't expect you to bring out the hammer. Right. He countered is what it boils down to. Hard counter. You know, you try to play you try to play your big spell and then they got a blue deck and they play cancel and they counter your spell. (laughs) You're done. You're screwed. Yeah. (laughs) And the games. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering. I can tell. I can Uh, tell. Also, blue deck gross. Gross. Blue deck's disgusting. I don't play that. It's for garbage humans that like to delay games to make yeah. it twenty minutes long. Blue white deck, that. you're you're basically the devil. Yeah, basically. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's probably uh, it's probably what Billy was because he just kept hitting him. The dude could have killed me. He would have killed me. He was aggressively coming at me, even with weapons in my hand. He had no fear. Castaneda retrieved his boxers from a nearby swamp and took off. Wait, so he got hit by a hammer and then grabbed his boxers I like, and ran away? I like. That he took the time to take his boxers off in the swamp as not to get them dirty. He doesn't want to get his boxers dirty when he assaults this, <laughs> yeah. this couple. So he leaves them in the swamp as one would. Yeah. Well, this, they must have been pretty close to the swamp then. Oh, this definitely seems like a swamp people kind of thing. <laughs> this is a swamp people this story. This definitely feels like a swamp people story. There needs to be a swamp people Twitter. <laughs> swamp. You know there is. You know there is. There's got to be. Uh, a canine and a chopper found him a few streets away. Oh my god, that sounds like a game. Canine chopper have located him. <laughs> canine chopper here. That's what the chopper chopper is. It's canine chopper. Yeah. A canine chopper. It's like a big dog helicopter. Yeah, but made out of a dog. 
<laughs> when it locates people, it starts barking. The cop told us yesterday the best thing we should do is get a gun now, said what? Crystal. What? <laughs> That's okay. Both victims are convinced Castaneda was on drugs. He is in jail facing burglary, battery, and assault charges. I like how Listen. the cop is the best thing you should do is get a gun. <laughs> the best thing you should That's do, the- buy a gun. Yep, that seems like it. <laughs> I mean, hammer worked. Yeah, the hammer did just fine. If anything, this proves you don't need a gun. A hammer will do just fine. A hammer in every home <laughs> and a chicken in every pot. Damn, damn right. <laughs> if it was good enough for grandpa, it's good enough, good enough for us. Let's get back to some good old hand-to-hand combat. Back like they did in the medieval age. Crendor 2020. Let's get back to some good old hand-to-hand yeah. combat. <laughs> Be taking your guns away and giving you all long swords or crossbows. <laughs> your choice. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take a crossbow, please. <laughs> crossbow uh, in every pot. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for us this week. Thank you. Man, I'm still <laughs> laughing about that. <laughs> Newport Richie. <laughs> Newport Richie. <laughs> I love Newport Richie. I love Newport Richie. I feel like we can just make a shirt that just says Newport Richie on it. And that'd be it. That's the shirt. It says a rake on it. <laughs> Newport Richie. That's it. That's all it yeah. needs to say. We should just make a whole brand of clothing called Newport Richie. And we just should. sell Newport Richie brand clothing. It all smells like nicotine. <laughs> it all has perfect places to put your cigarettes. Yeah. We can make one of those commercials that's like now a shirt designed with fifteen places to put your cigarettes. <laughs> Never Dude. before has there ever been a shirt designed for the smoker in your life. <laughs> and then you wouldn't have to worry about it getting, you know, smelling like smoke because it already smells like yeah. smoke. <laughs> Newport Richie. <laughs> Damn right. Problem solved. Problem solved. All right, well that's it for us. <laughs> we gotta stop. We All gotta right. stop. Yeah. This All episode's right. too jam-packed of things already. <laughs> All right, well that's it for us. <laughs> I'm dying here. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next time. And as always, to be continued.